The village of Karl. This is a rainy, downtrodden village in the north of the realm. And the group have just fought off a tentacled brain monster that was causing headaches. After selling the corpse to a shady character outside of town, Will steps back into town and briefly sees a strange vision. Will, what you see is yourself standing next to a woman, very muscular and thick built. One of the tribal folk from the furs on her body. You recognize a few things, but don't recognize her. You have a long sword in your hands. She has a very large claymore greatsword held in two arms. And you bring your longsword down on this invisible foe that you can't see. It leaves you open for an attack. And this tribal woman jumps to your aid and you see her hit and run through. You can't see what it is that you guys are fighting, but you can see that she's damaged quite badly. There's a lot of blood that spills to the ground as the vision fades away in a kind of fog and a mist around you. Revealing behind it, you can see Fix walking towards you, kind of stern look on her face, striding towards you. Just behind where she is, you can see the shadow elf of fire and this odd gnome that you've met called Merlin. What do you do? I just kind of lean to the side and look around Fix, just kind of still focused on the area where that vision was just floated and I guess I'm still processing it trying to figure out if I know her or recognize anything and I'm just kind of did you see that what the... I'm just gonna like step around her and, and see if there's anything here that's tangible um Give me an investigation check. <laughs> Natural one. Um, there's definitely no remnants that you can make out. Uh, the rain coming down, kind of on a on a muddy uh, street here. Not a lot of light, but there are a few windows to these kind of crooked wooden houses. Um that are casting a little kind of lantern light. Um, you don't see any footprints or any blood or anything like that. It certainly doesn't seem to you that that anything that you just witnessed actually happened at least recently. Um, you can make out like cart prints and some hoof prints and boots and stuff, but nothing that seems to make sense with the vision that you've just seen. Right. Now, I, I would say I just went from, like, direct eye contact with Fix and, and striding towards her, like, all right, I need to talk to you, to just very suddenly shift gears, ignore her, and then walk around her, and I'm just kind of standing there. And I'll just turn back and repeat the question. Did you... you saw nothing here just now? Is this your attempt at a distraction? Distraction. There was... Me. 
place is gonna drive me insane. Right. Anyway, we have other things to discuss, I suppose. Is it raining outside? Yes, it is raining quite heavily at the moment. Um, I'd imagine that if you're not hooded or you don't have a hat of some sort on, it would actually make it kind of difficult to even stand in and have conversations in that kind of annoying way where the raindrops are hitting you so consistently. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty heavy rain coming down, straight down, not much wind. Pretty chilly. Right. Well, in that case, I'll just direct back towards the place where we've been eating before and say, let's move inside. I don't feel like trying to shout over this rain and start walking back that way. I yeah, turn you back guys. To look at Thar and Merlin. I just look at Merlin. I, I, I kind of look at him. Uh, um, fire and, and, and confusion. Do you want to go in? They're going okay. in. Oh. Okay. And I, I follow, uh, follow fire closely behind. The four of you all heading back to that tavern now, which is sort of roughly at the center of this town, barely a town, village. Um, you can see that, um, there is somebody else in the, in the tavern as you approach. Um, there's the young half-elf barmaid, um, who is beside herself, standing beside a relatively thick-set dwarf with, um, a large overcoat on. Um, it appears to be lacquered in a way that it, you can see the rain running off of the back of it. Um, a dark cloak and huge boots covered in mud. Um, and he is standing with his hand, um, buried into a thick beard around his chin, looking down behind the bar where you know there to be the corpse of the, the owner of the bar. Um, the very tall figure that was skewered by the tentacle beast as you um step into this tavern uh you probably overhear a small conversation as uh the sort of whimpering um barmaid um steps and, and turns around she opens her mouth to you as she says oh we're not uh, uh, okay and then she just points towards a, a table and then turns back and you hear the dwarf say Right, I'll, uh, I suppose I'll have to get to work then. Do you have, like, a sheet or something? Something that can wrap him in? Maybe a rug? I don't know if we've got anything like that. Uh, I suppose I can go and look. And she heads out to a, uh, back room. He looks over to you, stepping in, doesn't say anything. Um, and then looks back towards this body. Everybody else appears to have left. You know that the guards went as you followed them and... Um, they paid you off, and then the other few people that were in the tavern have all gone as well. Um, even the beggar that was outside seems to have moved on. Um, it's pretty much just you guys and this dwarf, and, and then a huge hole, by the way, in the window. You can see through the hole that the, the, the smashed window, um, there's also an element 
of the uh, the kitchen behind it, which seems to have taken some damage, as if this thing had crashed through into the kitchen through um, another window first, and um, that appears to be where the the sort of half elf has gone. Um, it's pretty quiet, but it's at least dry, aside from this one open window. I'll just go pick a table, preferably in the corner where we're not going to get eavesdropped on so easily, and just go slump back down and wait for her to follow me. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'll walk over without hesitation and sit opposite you. Alright. I don't know you, and you don't know me, but I have a suspicion that we're hunting not necessarily the same person. But they definitely seem to be traveling together. I've already told you who I'm looking for and showed you his picture, and I'll reiterate once again the little flyer I'm carrying around. As well as why. If you could shed some light on this. I don't need your whole life story, but... If you've got someone that's traveling with them, he's probably going to end up becoming one of my problems too. Hmm. I need to be assured that you're not looking for them to join them. I'll just look at her incredulously. There's no chance of that happening. Who is this girl to you, again? Just a job. Just a job. To the ends of the earth, to the heads of the mist, you're going for a job. Got a reputation to uphold. And what reputation is that? Getting things done. Right. The group are potentially traveling with some acquaintance of mine from a very long time ago. This acquaintance is somebody who, by all intents and purposes, is most likely very dangerous. And it seems he enjoys kidnapping children to potentially use for future experiments. Huh. That makes a lot of sense all of a sudden. It has been a long, long time since I last saw him, which leads me to believe that whatever he is doing now is possibly much worse than when I last encountered him. <sighs> right, I take it this, this mark of yours, he's versed in some sort of magic. When I was on the road outside town, he tried to bewitch me, bewitch me or hex me or something. I felt him messing with my head. I don't know if that was the same person. Right. This group that I've been following, near as I can tell, is an army of bandit mercenaries of some sort. They wear an insignia on their shoulder. It's got some sort of a twisted animalistic creature on it that I know not exactly what it is. A lion? Something? A griffin, maybe? There's a bunch of them. But I haven't any reason to believe that any of them could use magic, so to have one of them attempting to hex me on the way into town definitely seemed a bit off. He is what we could say to be very charismatic. It's no surprise to me if he has been surrounding himself with people who are uh, lesser abled than he is, as 
sure that would serve to bolster his ego. Right. You said you've been chasing him for quite some time. Well, 20 years, give or take. But I have not known any information for the last five. 20 years is a long hunt. Did he travel with a group prior? Or is this new? It's hard to say. I... He's had acolytes. People who've done his bidding, but never a large group. Always just one or two. Alright. Do you have any idea what his capabilities are? What kind of threat he's going to be if we end up having to confront him at some point? Or you, or I, since I don't know if there's a we yet. I have reason to believe whatever he does, it is not beyond, or it is beyond, natural realms of possibility. But, again, there's no way to know for sure. Right then. Well, I appreciate the warning. So what's next? You. You used magic Me. earlier. So I did. So I did. What are you? I don't really know anymore. Yeah, at, th at that point, I go from kind of distant and somber and standoffish to just lost. You can read that in my face, plain as day. Hmm. I'd well, tell you if I knew. What now? I don't think I'm capable of crossing these mists alone to deal with this. Nor do I want to. Neither of those may be true, in the sense that you may not have to do it alone, as strength in numbers has its benefits. This group that I'm chasing, they number at least 30 men strong, and even on my best day, there's no chance, and I kind of doubt that you can take on 30 alone either. And secondly, they may not have headed north into the mist, so you may not have to do that either. You After you walked away from... I do. After you walked away from the table when I was talking to the militiamen, one of them pulled me aside. Sam's point. East of here. He said it's very poorly defended. Apparently they have even less there than is here. And he figures if there's a bandit group moving through the area... Well, they've either gone north into the mist, or they've gone east to Sam's point. There's nothing else here. So before we take our lives in our own hands and venture into no man's land and see what kind of horrific monstrosities are up there it's probably worth our time to at least check the only other major settlement here and there's only one route to get there the road to the east this doesn't make sense Arias was not a petty bandit he had ideas well above his station you said he has them kidnapping children do you have any idea why because that might be very relevant to me trying to get her back he last time I knew him 
He wanted an army. An army he could control. Start okay. them young. You can mold <clears throat> them in your image. At least that was his hope. It did not quite work the way he intended it to. It's really kind of twisted. I can see why you've got a vendetta against him. You don't think he's having this mercenary group that I've been chasing working for him now, gathering potential converts? Children? It's possible, but I... I cannot believe after 20 years he's still chasing the same outcome. Do you have any idea what that outcome might be to shed some light on it for me? I couldn't say. I never knew his aims, I just knew his actions. Right then. Well, I know my next move. I'm going to Sump's point. If we get there quickly enough, maybe I can warn the town guard that they might have an invasion force coming, keep their children indoors, keep an extra watch posted, or, alternately, if we don't move quickly enough, the town may already be hit by the time we get there. I don't know which, but either way, I think it's worth checking. And, in the event that they don't go east, if they don't head to Sump's Point, then that... that just leaves north into the mist. Surely rather... a certain death for them. If the guy that I met on the road outside town was, in fact, your Aureus or Arius, if that was him, I would note that after he tried to hex me and failed, he retreated north into the mist. So it may be that he has some means of navigating it or some, sort of some form of protection from it that others don't. Not great outcomes for us either way. I'll follow you. I will go with you to some point. I did have allies. They were supposed to be joining me, but I cannot wait here. Extra people will be really good for what we're up against. Oh, long. and... In the interest of being transparent, I wasn't entirely upfront with you. How unsurprising. You wouldn't even give me your name until I pried, so you're no you're in no position to talk. I'm not actually in the army anymore. It's been a long time. I'm just a sellsword now. But I keep this and I and I'll point to the the insignia engraved on my shield and say, but I found that people are more willing to talk when they think I carry some sort of imperial authority, so if you hear me introducing myself as a member of the army, do go along with it. Who am I to break your illusion? We might need some of yours. Sit back and sort of sink into my collar, just thinking. What is um, Fire and Merlin doing while they have this discussion? I think we're sitting at a table, like, very close to them. And oh, yeah, we're eavesdropping. Like oh, we're totally <laughs> doing that. Yeah. yeah. And Merlin is not hiding it well, I would imagine. No, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 
probably uh, literally just uh, peeping. Well, I'm on my tippy toes, peeping from the table and just watching them. Yeah. And I'm just like this. You can probably hear me like, Merlin, try to not make it but so obvious. But he's getting to the good part. I think that they're, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you two are completely aware that they're listening to you. Um, they're also just not speaking, which makes it really obvious, yeah. you know, um, when two people are just not speaking, but sat at a table together. Um, this whole time they've just been sat on the table next to you, like pretending that they're not listening. <laughs> um, but I think it's pretty obvious, you, you know. Um, however, the, um, the, uh, the barmaid, heads over to the table. You can see she's carrying a couple of plates. She puts um, a plate down on the table in front of um, Will and Fix and then a plate down no on the table. Me. You can see no that more. it's uh, it looks like bread. It doesn't look like the freshest bread, but it doesn't look too stale either. Um, and she says, uh, right, sorry, I uh, I forgot we had uh, uh, beds for you. So um, here, this is for you, and I'm going to get you some drinks as well. All right, love. And then you see her kind of put a, a hand on, on Will's shoulder, and she looks across all of you and says, thank you for, uh, for helping kill that thing, all right? So the beds and the drinks and that, they're on us. Um, you know, them saying that I've got to run the tavern till dinner his brother comes up. So just, uh, yeah, you, you're welcome to pick a room. There's no one else here. And then she turns around, and you see the... Uh, the dwarf behind the bar, you can hear him wrapping the body in something that sounds like a, a sheet of some kind, like a bed sheet kind of thing, but probably not an actual bed sheet, but it looks like something like that. Maybe it's a curtain of some sort. Um, and then uh, she heads away. She's kind of moving back and forth. You can see she's still kind of shaken up from the whole ordeal. Um, and she'll head off and grunt begin pouring, you know, four tankards of something, probably mead or beer of some kind. Um, Merlin and Fire, listening to the conversation, um, do you do anything after hearing what their plan is? I'm mm. immediately going to go for Will's salami. It's bread. It's just, it's uh, just bread. A, it's a bowl well, of, I, or a plate I with some... I think it's some, salami, uh... so I'm going to go get it. Okay. Can I attempt to sneak and get it? Absolutely. Give me a stealth check. Okay, you got it. And Will, give me a oh. perception check. Oh, no. And then Merlin, give <clears> me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Will, you, like, very uh, obviously oh. see Merlin... Uh, creeping up behind you um but then his hand shoots out from like a, a, a sleeve that's too big for his arms and grips the uh the bread in front of you it's one of the bread rolls and then it's gone merlin is crawling <laughs> away under his own table yes <laughs> he's crawling away are, are you wearing a, like a you're wearing a robe or a hood or something right yeah, yeah. I, I okay, got, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like catch the back of his hood as he's trying to crawl away, so that he's running away in place, and just kind of slowly tug back towards the table, and go. You're not getting away that easy. You listen to our story. You owe us one. It's too late. I already got it, and I take a a big bite right in front of him. 
Fair enough. There's nowhere else to go up here but Sump's Point. So I'm gonna go ahead and make the assumption we're heading in the same direction. Based on all of what you just heard, it's probably gonna be dangerous. Are you sure you want to head that way? And if so, might consider sticking close to me and her. I push my bread towards Merlin. Oh, I immediately take it. And and I look I look to her as if uh my, my eyes are saying thank you. And then I just gobble it up. Nod. I turn and just stare at uh fire. Yeah, I think I would walk up next to Merlin at this point. And just have my arms crossed and just say I'm with him. What do you want to do? Well, I... I definitely think this is more of a party, uh, as opposed to just us two. I mean, just just think about it. Things get rough out there, we can scram. You know, you're... they can hear you. Um... <clears throat> if things get rough out there, at least we got each other. That's right. That's right. Settled then. Now I have to ask. Where do you keep it all? You just ate like three loaves of bread and, you, and your stomach is smaller than my hand. Like This gnome tells no secrets. I, just how? We just, we're just getting to know each other. I ain't ready to reveal my secrets just yet, Bubba. That's right. <sighs> of all the things you've seen tonight, that's your question. Really, it's the most, it's the most puzzling to me. Everything else at least kind of makes sense. How he eats that much when he's eat, he's eaten more than his own body mass. <laughs> all right, I'm Fire, he's insulting <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you gonna walk up And I grab my dagger, like I'm about to unsheath it. <laughs> Say the word. No, it's it's alright, it's alright. Alright, here's your drinks. The, the barmaid appears and slams some drinks down on the table. Um, behind her, you can see that the, uh, the dwarf is now dragging the body out of... The, it's kind of covered in what might be a curtain, very plain looking thing. There is some relatively grotesque um, blood stains seeping through. Um, she d puts the drinks down and says, Right, do you need anything else? Would you like any help with that? What? Oh, oh, oh my. Um, I was, uh, I was gonna, well, I was gonna go with him. I just stand up and, and move past her and go towards oh. the help. The, uh, the dwarf is, is dragging the body quite competently, but you can tell that he's probably trying to be as respectful as possible, as opposed to kind of like very easily drag this thing out like it's a dead grell. Um, he looks up at you and says, Oh, I know, I got this. Don't worry about that. I got... Wait, I uh, pick up you? his feet. Oh. Pick up the feet of the corpse. And, uh... Okay, all right. Come on then. I suppose you know where we're going. Oh, you can lead the way. All right, follow me then. And he kicks open the door and the two of you carry this corpse out. The um, the barmaid 
turns back to the three of you still at the table and says, I'm going to go with them, all right? If anyone comes in, just tell them to leave. If you need a drink, just help yourself, all right? And uh, okay. if you want to sleep, it's through the doors at the back there. You just pick any room. Some are cleaner than others. And she turns and runs out the door after Fix and the dwarf. As soon as she's out, I get up and go over behind the bar mm-hmm. and search for loot. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Oh. Six. Surprisingly difficult to find where they keep the cash. Um, they don't seem to have anywhere that looks like a, um, a cash box or a, um, a chest of any kind or anywhere that they would keep, um, there doesn't even look to be like a, a, a secret compartment. A lot of these places have like little wooden things that you hit. You've been knocking, listening for hollow parts and it doesn't seem like the, uh, that the coin is, is kept out of the, or on the bar here. Just I'll just strange. grab a bottle of whatever looks expensive and pour it. All right, roll me a d10. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Seven. Grab a bottle of very dark looking liquor. I'll pour a drink for myself and one for Merlin. Okay. And just bring it back over to the table and sit down. And sit them down. Yeah. Oh, what's this? I don't know. A drink. I, I immediately take a drink too. I ain't gonna smell it. I'm just gonna chug it. Mm-hmm. This could be a bad idea. We have free rooms. You're pretty drunk already, I think, Merlin, if I recall. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm trashed. <laughs> uh, if, if you're not completely trashed, you're that kind of strange after the party drunk where you're still drunk, but not. Yeah, I think this There's is probably not going to help. Yeah. Um, so let's follow Fix. Um, Fix, you head outside. You're following this, um, this dwarf. As he starts to move through town, you see that he um, heads out, and as soon as he's outside, he um, starts moving a lot quicker. Um, he moves around the the side of the tavern the same way that the guards went, um, and then heads pretty much directly north of town. Um, he shouts back over his shoulder to you, Right, we're going up to the north of town, right by the wall. There's a big hole in the wall, and that's where you know we're there. Okay. No problem. You're a grave di- uh, digger, are you? Not by trade. Alright, you just, uh... You're not trying to, uh... Take bets, are you? I can certainly assure you that I'm not. Alright, well... The Ween's taken all the gold and the jewellery off of him, so... There's no bets on him. I just wish to pay my respects. Alright, you knew him, did you? No, but it is an unfortunate loss regardless. Oh, hey, oh, hey, yeah, look. All right, up there, you see. We're going to put him in the ground. I need a big one, nice one. He's a tall bastard, he is. Did you know him? Eh, a little. I didn't spend too much time in the tavern. I don't drink, see. I know what you're thinking. I drink a lot. You're thinking this here dwarf doesn't drink. 
Well, I don't. I try not to pass judgment. Hey, right. Okay. And you see kind of he moves um, around like a little cabin. There's a small cabin and you can see there's like a... Kind of looks like a graveyard, but... There, there are only like stones. There aren't any um, gravestones or anything like that. But you can tell that this is just a, a small stretch of plain land with kind of just large rounded rocks that serve as headstones um, in what is a pretty small graveyard at the very north end of this village. You can also see that there's a, um, a small wooden kind of palisade wall that runs around the edge of the town. You can kind of see, you saw it coming in where there was a gate and no guards on it. Um, and at the back here, it's completely decrepit. Like, it, it, it's maybe only about five, six feet tall. You think a, a strong wolf could probably jump over it. Um, doesn't seem to serve much. It wouldn't take you anything to get over this um, wall. But there's also a huge section of this missing. Just at the top of this graveyard area, you can see that it's overgrown. Like, it's probably been that way for years. Ivy and a tree sitting behind it. Um, seems that nobody seems to care um, about the fact that this place is really relatively unguarded, this small village. Um, but there's a small little cabin. You can see a, a little um, oil lamp burning inside the cabin. Um, and the dwarf pulls open the door after placing the body on the ground and he heads in. He throws a shovel at you really hard and really fast. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. How do you want to catch it? Because you can do that pretty much as cool as you want. As he launches this shovel at you, uh, I just uh, flick my left wrist up and just. Dung. Very understated. Catch it, thing in a big gauntleted arm and uh, reflexes of a cat. And he he looks you up and down and nods and says, "Hey, that's what I thought. You're something else, aren't you? What are you doing here then?" He picks up his own shovel. Just um. Looking around the area, is it always like this? Uh, no. Lem said it was like a, a thing that was like a brain, but with a tentacles, something like that. Something like that. They use one of them that fought it off, are you? Yes. I. You are so close to the mists, and yet nobody stopping that kind of thing from happening. I said nothing come out of the mist in all my years here. Sticks the uh, shovel into the ground and begins digging. I, uh, I begin digging next to him, hopefully. Oh, wait, you use magic! He looks up at you. I try not to. Yeah, you're a wizard, though, son. Can you just make the dirt move? I, uh, that is beyond my realm of possibility. All right, all right. Yeah, I suppose I'll have to do At least it's been raining for two weeks. Makes the ground nice and soft, nice and easy. He starts to shovel it and then he looks over to where you're shoveling at your uh, your side and he looks back at the body. All right, hey, he's a big bastard. Hey, you got to dig him deep too. You got to get him right down, right deep. Or else they come back up here. That's the thing. Seems you dig him down deep enough, they don't come back. If you know what I'm is saying. There, um, are there any of these graves fresh looking? Um, like a large amount of fresh looking graves? or? Give me uh, an investigation or a perception check. Not really. 
it's kind of hard to tell. It's dark. Um, there's a little lantern light. Um, the dwarf and yourself presumably can use dark vision, but he's still using a lantern. Um, and you can only make out a few of the graves, but for the most part, they don't seem to be very recent at all. It doesn't seem like an, a set of obvious recent graves, but it's pretty difficult to tell. The darkness, the rain, the mud, it, the ground is all slicked. Um, but a lot of the place seems to be covered in like weeds and grass and things, so kind of hard to tell. And um, the dwarf keeps digging. He seems to just be very used to it and says, uh, I don't live in that cabin, by the way. I got my own house. I wouldn't have judged you if you did. Uh, you got a house? Yes, yeah. Hey, where's that? I'm far from here. All right. You're not city folk, though. No, I'm certainly not a city folk. No, I don't think that. Hey, all right. You's, uh... You's with them lot, then, are you? Them lot? Yes, all right. I won't judge you. I... I confess, I'm not sure what you're talking about. The old, uh, the road brothers. Those lads, what? The road brothers. Go on. Oh, no, it's all right. Don't worry about that. You say. All right. That'll probably be the devs about deep enough. Yeah, I, uh, I stop him and stand directly in front of him and say, go on. Oh, it's just, uh, well, you know them there, eh? Uh... Well, some would call them bandits, but I wouldn't, I would never say that, no. They're just, uh, people of the road. And yet, notorious enough they have a name? I suppose so. And you would not call them bandits? They do anything particularly special? No. Can I insight check that? You can. Four. I think it probably appears how it appeared to you, however you took it. I, uh, I, my right hand is gripping his left uh, upper arm. Alright, alright, listen. I'm not gonna tell nobody you's here. And I'm not gonna tell nobody you's, uh, you know, took all the food. All the food. Right. No, no, you can say a thing. I keep to myself. Okay, I got. Tell them whatever you want to tell them. What's that? Who? I wouldn't. I'd never do that. Nope. Lips are sealed. Is the is the grave dug? It does appear to be. Yeah. I just walk over to the corpse. All right, let's uh, let's pop that in the grave then. All right, you take that end. I'll take this end. I just pick up the body on my own, uh, under the middle section. Alright. And I uh, gently lay it into the grave. Okay. I hope that's deep enough. This one coming back, well, that'll be some sight to see, big lumbering thing. You'd probably think he was still alive the way he walked around. Hey! Yeah. He starts shoveling dirt back in. I, uh... I shovel uh, dirt quickly and then uh, begin walking back. Alright, well, it was nice to, uh, to meet you. I just turn around and nod and then. Hey, my lips are sealed. 
back at the tavern. What are you lot doing? The remaining three. Still drinking? Slowly drinking my drink, yeah. <laughs> okay. Merlin, are you slowly drinking? Uh, yes, and I'm, I'm patting my belly in satisfaction. Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh no, why? <laughs> oh no, okay. Um, nine. Uh, oh yeah, you're super drunk. <sighs> like falling over drunk? Yeah. Okay, I'll just look at well and just say, well, we've reached this part of the night. I'm gonna scoop Merlin up like a baby. <gasps> is it is it bedtime now? It's bedtime now. Okay. I'm See ready. You in the morning then. <clears throat> so I, I had actually started like walking upstairs to like retire for the night before mm. Vix even carried out the. Uh, the body but i guess like seeing her leaving with somebody that we don't know at some point i guess like i probably came and sat back down next to them mm -hmm. and but not not drinking anymore i suppose until you know when until merlin starts passing out and then i'll just look at her and respond you've got quite a task ahead of you it seems oh if the money's good i'm in for it has he actually paid you? Not yet. I'm sleeping with one no. eye open, looking directly at Will <laughs> as he's saying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I started. I, I start to. I like open my mouth, like I'm gonna say something about that, and then I just kind of notice him looking, and then I'm like, you know, whatever pays the bills. Good night, then. Oh, speaking of oh. bills, I never got my gold from those guards. I know nothing about that. I just walked quickly <laughs> to try and find a room. See, if you had just walked away, I might believe <laughs> that. But the way you instantly suss that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inside check. Yeah. I, wanna, I think she's lying to me. Inside just from the tone of voice. Deception, please. <laughs> Just from the way she says that, I feel like she's lying to me. Nah, she's probably not. Apparently, nah, you know what? She's, she's like she's struggling with Merlin. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, wait, I rolled deception. Hold on. Oh. Uh oh. That's the wrong stat. Oh, 20 on oh, insight. Yeah, no, you, you, she seems to know something about it. It's at that moment. What'd that, you do with my money, elf? At that exact moment, Fix probably walks in. Did I'll I ever hear that? I would imagine. They can definitely. tell you more about I, it. I yelled at her, so I would, you probably hear it, yeah. Uh, I take the gold coin from my pocket and flick it at you. Oh. Cheers. I'll put it away. Oh, no, I'll just continue walking to the bed area. I got that one eye open still, and I see exactly which pocket Will puts that in. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So the two of them head to uh, a room. You do find a room, um, Fire. Uh, it seems that there are four rooms here um, towards the back of the tavern. Um, you can see straight into 
into two of them. Two of them have closed doors. Um, the two that are open, the rooms just appear to have two pretty decent looking beds. Um, you would suspect that they were um, maybe straw filled, um, but they look comfortable enough. Um, there is a chest at the end of the bed that you can store things in and um, one of the rooms has like an outside facing window. The other one doesn't. And then it, it looks as if there's another two rooms that are further down the hall that are probably duplicates. In terms of cleanliness, they seem about as clean as you would expect. They don't seem dirty or, you know, bloodied or anything horrific. I'll take the one with the window, the outside facing window. Mm-hmm. Do you rest Merlin in the other mm-hmm. open door? No, I'm room? in the same room as Merlin. Okay. Sharing so a bed? It's like in... a single bed size. Yeah. I imagine uh, either we're cuddling or I'm on the floor. Okay. I'm I don't curling think up I... like a cat next to He just curls up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I assume you close the door and mm-hmm. uh, you take the one with the window, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can I check the window to make sure that it's locked or to see how it opens? This yes. is a precaution. Give me another investigation check. Twelve. Twelve. Um, it has a lock on it. The window looks like it would take almost nothing to break if you really wanted to. Um, okay. But it's it's sturdy in, in what it is and it is locked. In order to open it quietly, it would be very difficult to do. Um, so the odds are on that if somebody sneaks in via the window, you'd hear them. Um, but also if they wanted to just break it and jump in, it wouldn't take much to do it. Um, okay. but it's strong enough. It's just your average window with a single lock. Uh, it's closed and locked. Yeah. I'll sleep, uh, facing the window and be, have Merlin behind me a little bit so that if something were to happen, I can jump into action. Yeah. Um, Will and Fix. Are you still in the main tavern area? No, I'd imagine I'm... If, if everyone else is heading upstairs, I'm following them. You're also doing it? Yeah, there are two other rooms. Are you just heading to one each? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not picky. I'll take whichever. I'll take well, whichever is unoccupied. Rooms, There's one that's on the um, outside um, and one on the inside. The, the one on the outside has a kind of... When I say the outside, an outside-facing wall with another window. Um, and then there's one with a door open. And the other two with doors closed. Anyone want to take the open door? I'll take it. Pretty much exactly the same as the room that the um, other two went into, um, except no window. Uh, relatively decent, comfortable, cleanish looking bed with a sheet, a single sheet, and then a box at the end that you could store things on. Um, this room has a chair, and that's about it, really. Four walls. Um, there's a lantern, but there's no oil in it. Um, and that goes the same for the room that you guys are in. Um, if you have oil, you could probably hide it out, but other than that. Um, Will, roll me a d20. Fourteen. Fourteen. You open the door, and in the room is a real bed with... Um, a wood frame and like a legit mattress um, probably filled with feathers and straw or something like that but it looks super comfortable um, it has a very clean sheet um, there's also a thing that kind of resembles a pillow but it looks a little beaten up um, 
there's a, an oil lantern with oil. There's a chest um, and uh, a window that has curtains, whereas the previous room didn't. And um, this room has a very small table. It's like kind of more like a writing desk and a chair next to it um, and a lock on the door. So no key. This feels too good to be true, Brad. <laughs> what are you planning? Nothing. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll walk in and then just kind of like look over my shoulder at the other rooms where the others are staying. Uh-huh. Uh, did I have to walk past the room that Vex took to get here? Yeah, imagine it like a hallway. They're on the first okay. two rooms, and then you're in the second two rooms. They're on the same side as you with the window on the... Uh, right, so, so if, I, if I glanced in there on my way by, I would have seen that they've basically got like piles of straw and such compared to this, right? They got like an average room, you got like a good room, is kind of the way to put it. <laughs> Just close the door. Close the door and then wet your chair up against it. Yeah. Dibs. <laughs> um, and then I, I uh, will, everyone's going to sleep, I, will, I assume. Yeah, I will note that whoever's in the room right next to me has uh, obnoxious noises for the next 30 minutes. I have to go through the process of taking the chain mail and the oh, heavy boots yeah. and all of that stuff oh, off. Yeah. And then, no, I didn't expect as, anything else was happening. And then, and then on top of that, an odd thumping sound. Oh. There it is. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, you can I all just assume... roll my eyes and go to sleep. Whatever you want to assume <laughs> from it. Um... Assume yes. away. Will, your room is a mimic and it completely... No, I'm kidding. Um, it's not. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the whole room. <laughs> your entire room is a mimic. Um, and everyone is, is going for a full night's sleep, long rest, just for mechanical reasons, I assume. Um, and you do rest. Um, Will, I need one more D20 from you, though. I'm scared. Mm. 11. And 11. Okay. You um, all get the benefits of a long rest. Um, pretty much, I think, all that... Is, nobody was injured last week or anything, so I think it just means for spellcasters that you get your spells um, back, your spell slots. Um, I think that's it. I don't think anyone used anything else, right? Um, but pretty much, you should be back to full on everything in terms of HP and abilities and... Um, spell slots um the next day rolls around and um we'll say in fact i'm gonna roll the dice real quick for myself um fix you wake up um to the sounds of a town this time as opposed to the kind of non um, town that you guys walked into. You can actually hear people moving around. Um, it's sort of the bustling early morning sounds of what you might expect a farming village to sound like. It's very early. You guys kind of got a bit of an early night there. Um, but it's relatively difficult to tell the times of day. For the most part here in the, um, the sort of dark realm... You know it's daytime because there's no moon. Um, kinda. Although there will be sometimes, but mostly you 
can tell it's nighttime because the moon and stars are a lot more clear. Um, and they often will light the way. Um, however, if there is any chance of daylight, it will happen at midday. Um, if there's an hour of daylight, it usually starts around midday and will end at one. If there's three hours, it will start at midday and end around three. Give or take a little bit. Um, regardless, farmers still get up early and get to their work. Um, and you can hear people calling out voices. It, it, it doesn't sound like it's super busy. It doesn't sound like it's a full town or anything like that. But a lot more people than you heard um, when you first entered town. And you saw maybe a couple of windows shutter and people closing doors when you first entered town. But now you can hear the sounds of like horses and carts trundling out to the fields that you know to be a little further outside of the walls. Um, it's a little warmer. When you wake up, you can you can tell that it seems to be relatively warm today. Um, these rooms that you've stayed in are comfortable enough to have given you a decent rest. Um, it might have been a little while since you actually slept on anything other than a bedroll on the road. Um, so it would have probably been quite comfortable. Um, and you can also hear the banging of somebody kind of working on on what you assume to be the window in the in the larger part of the tavern the main room um what does fix do to start the day and what are the thoughts that are running through their mind um uh, fix would immediately dress uh, i would immediately dress and uh sort of sit on the edge of my bed and um before me i create an entire um sort of a flower garden around me a vision of a flower garden and it's a sort of like evolving vision of flowers sort of like growing up out of the ground and sprouting and becoming beautiful and then withering back down again but it's a and as i as i'm doing this and i slowly close my eyes kind of if you were viewing it you'd get the sense there's a meditative aspect to it um and then as i finish doing this as, and it's seems like a ritual um I write a quick note in my notebook and tear it out and take it downstairs to the barmaid. Yeah. As you um, leave your room um, and maybe head yeah, towards the, the tavern area, you can see that there are two villagers that are working on that hole in the window. They just appear to be boarding it over. You can see that they're two young men, human, maybe 20, early 20s. Um, the barmaid is is standing there as well, kind of wringing her hands and fretting and worrying at their work, it seems to be. She seems to be nervous, and um, she's up and moving around. Um, Fire and Merlin will be sat at a table in the back. Um, you guys probably look like you've only just woken up as well. Um, and as you head down towards the bar, um, the uh, the barmaid kind of turns and says, Oh, all right, you, you, do you want some breakfast? I'll see what I can rustle up. That would be pleasant. Thank you. All right. Um, Will opens his door and heads down, I presume, to the bar as well. Do you put on armor and stuff at the beginning of the day? Just immediately? Are so first your... of all, this is, this is the first real bed I've had in weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to take like an extra time late. I'm like an extra 20 minutes of just, can I stay here? Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll go through the whole donning armor process at the beginning of the day. Um, before heading down there. And but I'll probably you, miss the beginning. 
of whatever conversation. Yeah. Did you say you handed a note to her or you? Uh, yeah, I would have handed her a note and okay. uh, said, if if anybody uh, comes to me by name, please hand them this. Okay. Um, she nods, she takes the note and uh, do you find your own table or do you go and sit with the, uh, the other uh, two? I, I look around and consider my options and then uh, sit with Merlin and Fire, but on the further seat. Yeah. Good morning. Did you sleep well? I think Merlin did. Slept like a baby. Not surprising after all of that consumption. Mm. Long day ahead of us. Mm. Would I have seen the note slipping to the barmaid or no? Um, it depends how secretive Fix was being, I guess. Hmm. Wasn't super secretive. I don't see why you wouldn't then. I'm assuming that Fire is observant of everything. Like the moment yeah. that Fix appeared in the doorway, Fire was just looking at Fix. Um, yeah. And is... I'm, a, I'm just going under the assumption at all times that you're quite hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. I presume a, you might yeah, have seen that, yeah. A good assumption, yeah. I don't say anything about it. I just wanted to know if I would have noticed it. You feel sick, Merlin? Or are you okay? Actually, no. Surprisingly, I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good this morning. Okay. Although I could use a bite. Hmm. And then I what immediately pop off the stool without saying another word, and I'm, well, scrounging the floor. Yeah, the, the barmaid is already heading over. Um, she probably brings over a, a, a bowl of something at first. Um, you can roll me a perception check or even an investigation check to determine what it is. She slides it in front of you, Fix, and says, um, I don't know if... Uh, if we're even open, really, but I've been turning people away. Still, I can get you a bowl of this as well if you want. Fix, you can tell immediately. It just seems to be, like, relatively plain oats, but there's a hint of mint to it. Would, would this be normal? Probably not. Hmm. Uh, I, I just shake my head. She looks at Merlin. You want one? I, I, I peer from uh, from the table because I'm I'm, I'm uh, tiptoeing, and uh, I I slowly uh, pull out my hand and grab the bowl, pulling it towards me. Uh, I'll get you another one then. She says to you, Fix. No, that's that's okay. Oh, do you not want it? It's it's just oats. I put a bit of mint in it because I thought maybe it would taste better, and then make your breath smell nice. I uh. I sort of consider her and uh, I almost look a little bit sympathetic and say, uh, I'll take one and one for our companion, Will. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you don't want nothing else. You want a drink? No, thank you. All right. We've got some almost clean water. I'm fine. Thank you. She heads on back. You can see that the two 
younger men seem to be finished with kind of just boarding up this window they have a short conversation something about um the uh the tavern owner um actually being from out of town and coming back at some point and in the meantime she just kind of repeats the same thing that she's in charge and and that they're gonna deal with the window um and then she heads off and leaves you again um i assume will you're probably wandering sluggishly towards the tavern as well yeah ar around this point i'm fine i'm probably finally like finally coming down the stairs and there's just loud clanking of funk <laughs> like the chain mail and such coming down the stairs i'm also like noticeably carrying a big bag over my head that i've had with me the whole time i guess but this is like the first time it's like seeing him come down the stairs with it it's finally really obvious and i'll just go sit right down next to everyone and just kind of drop it on the floor next to me and it it sounds like 30 pounds of metal hitting the ground right next to me yeah morning <clears throat> hope you all slept well well someone's late I haven't slept in an actual proper bedroom in weeks, so I had to take advantage of it. There was about half an hour when I first lay down that I couldn't quite get any rest. Strange noise. What kind of strange noise? Just repeated thumping. Oh. Yeah. Getting in and out of this monkey suit can be a little bit complicated sometimes. Hmm. You have food coming. Oh, perfect. Thanks. I look down at your bag. You bring that thing with you everywhere? Guess when I'm hunting something. The bag's probably open enough that you could sort of see kind of what's in there. Like, you can't get a clear view. But you would see a bear trap, a set of shackles, a javelin. It's, it's like the Batman-style bag of goodies. And you use all of that often? Yes. I see. You're a hunter? Not in the strictest sense of the term. Hmm. Can I peep into the bag? How open is the bag? It's like halfway-ish open where you could see like the top couple of items, but not everything in there. I imagine Merlin, like a dog, is moving oh, if, towards it slyly and you can yeah, see if, it. If he looks at it, then I, I don't say anything, but if he's reaching towards it, there's going to be this, no, <laughs> like smack him on the back of the wrist like a misbehaving animal. Like, no, don't touch that. Alright, yeah, here's I'm a just, bowl. And she appear. slams down these bowls, appearing behind you. Um, you can see there's no mint in it this time. And then she says, Oh, right, did you want mint in yours? Says to you, Will. Sure. Alright, hold on. She grabs the bowl and heads back out. Two few moments later, she comes oh, running lucky. out with... You, you didn't get mint. With mint. And she puts the bowl down in front of you. Right, yeah, I'd probably make your breath smell nice. Yeah, and there's a bit for you to chew on. She puts it in front of you, fire. Mm. Thanks. Anyone want a carrot? Me. All right, hold on. Sure. She heads off, comes back with two carrots. One for you, one for you. That's all we've got, really. I just have mint and a carrot. <laughs> Are you staying again? 
Most likely not. Is this complimentary with a room too? It's complimentary for uh for killing that that thing. What was it? You know what it was? An abomination. I'll look at Will. <laughs> Why are you looking? At me? Why are you looking at me? We have a giant just, bag of hunting things. And I'll so just I'm yeah, yeah. When she looks at me, I just look back and go, "Hmm." No. Yeah, I didn't like it. Reminded me of my uncle, oh. my uncle Grell. I've been calling it a Grell. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of thought that sort of thing would be normal up here, being so close to the mist and all. Was that the first time? I ain't never seen nothing come out of the mist before. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Noted. There's a big flying thing what comes around sometimes. Screeches and that, but doesn't seem to fly all the way over. Some of the farmers say it's a wyvern. I don't know what the difference is between a wyvern and a dragon, but... Would we know the difference between a wyvern and a dragon? I assume you would. Anyone that's vague. In fact, I would imagine all four of you would, yeah. Being well-traveled enough. Dragon is way... Like, it... First of all, dragon is, uh... Is a lot... Is a very rare thing. Um, but it is exactly what you expect it to be. A four-armed, winged, fire-breathing, you know, lightning-breathing, whatever type of dragon it is. Um, extremely rare. I doubt you would have seen one. Um, maybe. Um, the wyvern is really just a, a winged lizard. Just a big thing. Doesn't breathe fire or anything. But it's, it's pretty nasty. It's a big thing. It will come down and, you know, eat you. Um, but less likely. It wouldn't attack a village or anything. It would grab a sheep or something. Um, I would imagine you generally know the difference. Whether you've actually encountered either of them would... Well, I guess that would be up to you. Right. Well, I hope for your sake, it's just a wyvern. It was a dragon. You'd probably not have much of a village left. Right. Well, uh... Well, if you want to stay again, then you just have to, uh... Well, let me know, right? And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get you rooms and stuff. Appreciate the offer. I, uh... think we'll all be hitting the road here shortly. All right, which way are you going? East. Oh. All of you? Looks that way. Yeah, I'll look at everyone else for approval. For a second and then... Yeah, all of us. All right. He looks slightly confused. Um, in a way that kind of suggests, like, there's nothing out there. You know, why are you going there? In the same way that you're all kind of like, why are we even here a little bit? Um, and then, uh, yeah, she heads away. You see that she um, moves into the back uh, room and then comes back out with a few coins in her hands and pays off the two um, younger men that were working on the thing. They shoot a couple of looks over at you guys, but don't seem to really care. And then they head out um, and then she gets to working around. There's still a lot of like... Um, broken glass and things and stuff and there's a couple of patches of blood and um, the uh, the area where the actual combat took place kind of busted up so she stopped, uh, starts working on that stuff um, 
I assume you guys eat some food, those that are eating. And then is the plan to hit the road? Yeah. Yeah, if no one else speaks up, then I'll say, well, we are on a ticking clock. We should move. I get up immediately. Like like a cat just springing up. Mm-hmm. I'll follow That's Merlin's lead. I'm and I take a mental note of the back room that the woman seemed to get the coins from, just in case for the future. Yeah, for sure the, the money box of some kind yeah. is, is in the back room. Um, she does have like a thing on that she probably puts the money on for like while she's walking around, but they clearly keep the money in the room behind the back where the kitchen is. Um, and each of you gets up and, and heads towards the door. I think it's a good place to go to a short break for the evening. Um, and when we return, we'll see you guys on the road. Um, quick shout out. We're doing a giveaway today. Um, Wizards of the Coast have sent a few copies of the new book that they've put out, which is Candlekeep Mysteries. And they um, are... We're giving one of those away. One of them might have a lot of my thumbprints over it. Might be opened and might have a lot. <laughs> yeah, might have, you know, might be. But the others will be brand new. Um, and uh, yeah, they've been nice enough to give us a couple of copies of that to give away. The way to enter is um, running through the chat at the moment. There is a bunch of different ways that you can enter. So if you just follow the link that's in the chat or if you're on a VOD, it will be in the description. Um, You've only got a week, so if you're watching this VOD in three years, unfortunately, someone's already got it. I won. Um, but the uh, the link to follow is tablestory.tv slash misslight slash giveaway. And then just kind of follow the instructions on the screen and you, uh, you should be entered into it. And we will announce the winner at the end of next week's episode of the first of the books. Um, and uh, other than that, we're going to go to a short break. Also, there's a really cool piece of fan art in the Discord, which I didn't mention that we have a Table Story Discord last week. Um, it's awesome. There are people in there theory crafting and putting stuff together in the Mistlight channel, but there's also a fan art channel where somebody did a really cool piece of fan art. Leah was crying at the beginning of the stream. We had to calm her down. Uh, <laughs> um, so if you want to check out the Discord, there'll be links in everything for there uh, as well. So thanks for watching and we'll be back in just under 10 minutes or so uh, and we'll carry on with the next part. 10 minutes. See you soon. Go grab a drink. We are back. So, I'm assuming that you guys are heading out of town. Um, 
and moving towards the uh, the road that heads towards the east, towards Sums Point. There really is only uh, one road that leads up to Col, and uh, in fact, I will just show you on the map. You'll see that the um, the circle represents where you are generally on the map. Um, if you grab the ruler, um, you can see that it takes about half a day. The entire continent is... Uh, it's not an enormous amount of space. Um, each hex is about half a day's travel. Um, so we can assume that you do about a half a day um, and then you can rest and break and then do another half day of travel. Um, you need to head a little south and then you can continue east. The road that you came in on split at one point and you would know that. Um, with your intention of heading to Somme's Point, um, it's just a matter of following the road along the kind of mountains. And you can see just a little further towards your east, there is a set of mountains that stretches outwards. You know that the sea um, is somewhere nearby as well, but I don't think you can see it from where you are currently. Um, but you're heading in that direction. You know that Somme's Point is kind of a fishing village. Um, a little like Cull, it's very much out of the way. We're very small, um, but in the same way that Cull has a very specific set of um, uh, foods, the Sums Point has the same kind of thing. With it being fishing, they can kind of import and export different things. They also have um, the ability to sail to Gofreda, which is the um, the second largest city that there is. Um, if you've been there, um, it would it would look something a little like kind of a medieval London, that kind of vibe. Um, and uh, yeah, well that'll that'll do. Um, so as you guys move out of town um, and head onto the road, um, while we're on the map and and, and um, generalizing. Um, is anyone doing anything specific? I usually um, give you suggestions for travel activities. Um, one person being in charge of certain things. Um, you can suggest some to me um, and then you roll a check for that half a day's travel until you then break and then you assume you can rest and eat and then continue on. Um, suggestions being things like navigation, somebody who's navigating, making sure you're on track. Since you have a road, you can assume you don't really need that. It's kind of hard to get lost. Um, if you're off of a road and you're traveling across like a plains of some sort, you might need somebody who's navigating on a survival check to determine that you're going in the right direction, um, to make sure that you don't go around in circles, you don't get lost, you don't wander off. Um, same thing for, you can have somebody who does something called draw a map. And don't they don't necessarily have to be drawing a map but it's someone who's very conscious of the progress that the group has made um and if you do get lost say due to a bad navigation check or something crazy happens um you can get back on course really easily with the road you can assume you don't need those two things you can play to caution and say i still want to make sure that we're always going in the right direction because i don't know there's a sandstorm you know that kind of thing um but for the benefit of the doubt, and you're all level two, um, 
there is no sandstorm. It doesn't look like it. Um, so you might want to look for... Um, uh, you can have someone do things like tracking. Um, if you're tracking a creature or a bandit group, that kind of thing, you can have someone who's on the lookout for specific clues and things that would allow you to follow, track the creature, find the bandits, look out for specific things. Um, this would be different to someone who might be scouting for um, enemies, and that could be anything. That could be ambushes from bandits, that can be creatures like a wyvern that you've heard about, that can be, um, you know, somebody who keeps ahead of the group to ensure that they, if they, you're about to run into a trap of some sort, they will see it. Um, a tracker will be using a survival check, whereas a scout will be using a perception check. Um, and you can also have somebody forage and looking for food um, while you're on the road. With you, you're going to be on the road for a few days, so you might want to keep your um, food stores up. I'm pretty easy going when it comes to keeping an eye on your rations and things like that. Um, but if you don't have any food, and it's really obvious that you guys have not found any food, or bought any food, or eaten anything, and it's clearly been like three or four days, I'll probably say, well, you guys are starting to get hungry, and if you don't address that very soon, you might suffer an exhaustion um, level. Um, but I'm generally pretty easy going with that stuff, because I think the micromanagement of exactly how many arrows you've got in your pack is a little boring, and then I get bored, and as soon as I'm bored, I fall asleep, and then the game's over, and no one wants that, right? Um, but yeah, you can have somebody looking for food and water and things like that. Or you can suggest to me anything that you specifically want to be looking out for, um, and we'll roll an appropriate check for the half day travel that you're doing right now. For the record, it has stopped raining for the first time in about two weeks. Um, you step outside and while the ground is still very damp and, and, um, the rain, rain soaked, muddy, um, path that you're on is probably still kind of sucking at your boots. You, um, you're not actually being rained on, um, for the first time. Again, it's a little warmer than it has been for a while. It's still very dark. All of you have dark vision, but if you choose to, like, light torches and stuff, let me know. I'm going to assume that you're relying on dark vision until then. Um, if there's anything you want to do during this travel, let me know. Anything you want to specifically look for, let me know at the beginning. We can roll for it and uh we'll move on so as we see you guys heading out of town packs on backs um moving through those gates and uh heading down the road who's doing what if anything specific um and you can all double up and all do the same thing or you can all do different things or you can do a specific thing you can do secret things if you want to do secret things just let me know who's doing what um go i'm gonna scavenge you never know when uh, you uh, need a snack. Always scavenging. Okay, yeah. And we'll do all the rolls, by the way, afterwards. Tell me what you're doing first, then do the rolls so that you don't know that, you know, he's successful and then you can mm -hmm. do things. Okay. I'll tell you at the end. Uh, can we... Can we, we assume that we, we've, we've in character, spoken about this, right? Because, <laughs> like, you yeah. have this skill, would yeah. be kind of awkward. Uh, we're going to um, assume everything that is this kind of conversation between me and you as players is also a kind of... There's, like, a, a, a quiet rolling montage of you guys chatting and walking down the road for a moment, yeah. and it's this conversation happening, mm -hmm. translated right. to would, English for us. Right, so I would suggest them... 
We have one person as a lookout ahead for ambushes, and then probably two people trying to track the group we're looking for. Plus, whatever. <laughs> whatever Merlin is doing. Merlin is run, like running around like, grabbing he's, stuff. He's immediately walked out of town and like you you look around one moment he's there, you look, he's gone. You look back, he's got a handful of berries in his hand, and he's just seeing them. I'm in my element. Oh yeah, he's yeah. just he's just all like there's like blank berries around his his mm -hmm. beard. I'm keeping track of Merlin very vigilantly, just watching and making sure that they're not going to be attacked and also they're not eating berries that are poison and they forgot that they're poison and things like that and then i'll also help with tracking whoever decides to track but i don't know how helpful i'll be because i'll be focusing on merlin making sure merlin's safe too yeah fix do you do you are you good at uh scouting or survival um i'm unless, i would be tracking something else okay uh, yeah unless there's something tracking. else you want to do no, I would be tracking, um, but I do have one hand on my notebook, so I will be uh, observing very keenly and making notes. Okay. If those two are both tracking, then I'll... I'm the noisy one anyway, so it's not like me sneaking ahead is going to be of any use, so I'll just be scanning the horizon then. I'll be on lookout, make sure we're not walking into an ambush, since we are following bandits. Very likely they could just stop and wait and ambush us, so I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. So let's go with I want I want Merlin's foraging roll first, which is survival check, please. Five. That's why I did it first, so that I can get a uh, two survival checks from the trackers, which is fire and fix. Uh, but fire, yours is with disadvantage, so that is a five. Five. Um. Fixes is a nine. This is some great rolls, Five, guys. Nine, six. We're all gonna die. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we step this out of the city good. and we're lost immediately. Where are we? You can assume that you're on track, at least. It's just that, you know, whether you see things coming oh, no. is a different thing. Um, so, fire, the reason yours was a disadvantage is because I want you to see. Um, give me a, a nature check, please. Oh my god. That's a three. You don't recognize yeah. that Merlin is eating poisonous blackberries um, oh my on the God. road. Um, there's also, uh, he's probably offering them to you guys, and you are none the wiser that these are poisonous. Does anybody eat blackberries that he's just handing you? And I know you have some meta knowledge, but <laughs> if Merlin shows up with a fistful of berries for you on the road, would you eat them? I Absolutely not. I feel like I wouldn't, because I've literally watched him run around the room eating food off the floor. I know he's got the bar set really low. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus we, I have a bag of rations of my own, so I've got no reason to eat of his eat his. I junk. will allow it. The um, it's like a you know like a dog shows up with a, an old chicken bone, um, mm -hmm. and or, or uh, your cat drops a mouse on the yeah. doorstep. Yeah. Well, same <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah, thank you so much. You know their intention is good, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Merlin is eating poison berries. No one knows. And then, lastly, cool. can I get the uh, the scout check, perception check? A seven. Keeping it going. A wow. bunch of winners. Oh my gosh. Um, what is with our rolls? Yeah, your first day's travel takes you. Uh, well, your first half day taking you up um, 
the uh, or south along the road um you don't encounter anything you're traveling along merlin is eating berries finding he finds like half a pear and eats it um you know he finds some other thing that is definitely not food and then eats it probably takes some magic mushrooms doesn't even realize and then um he's walking along you know every now and then he disappears into a set of bushes and then comes back out um and uh fire you're trying to keep an eye on him you're also with these new people you're in a strange land um eventually you find the crossroads again and um this is where you would have come in last night and then headed up to town it's uh, not even an hour it's probably like i think i said about half an hour um before you then continue to head um towards the east and you come closer and closer to this kind of mountain range it's still away away from the relative plains land here as you kind of move essentially from um from this hex to this hex um in the distance you can um you get the sense of a uh, an open ocean i think you probably feel the, the warmth of this um again quote unquote daytime um and everybody's gonna have to try and get through the head when i say daytime it's probably still dark but um the uh there's like an ocean breeze now as you move around the south side of this mountain range that you can see to your north sticking to the road um you'll probably travel for a few hours um the day stretching out no attacks no um no tracks really either um what was the highest scout nine um picks i think a couple of times you made out maybe some cart tracks um but that's about it um you also know this to be a common trading route so merchants go up and down this road a lot um from Soms Point to Cole, um, and then to Jairus. Um, it's relatively well known. I don't see why you wouldn't know it. Anybody who's well traveled, I think at least Fix and Will would be aware of it. With Fire and Merlin. Well, Merlin's a feral thing from a forest all the way in the south. And Fire, you come from a relatively um, reclusive nation, so maybe you wouldn't know it. But um, yeah, the, the the only people on the road is the is the merchants up here. Um, but yeah, you don't see anything else. Nothing really stands out to you guys um, on this road as you travel. Um, eventually, enough hours pass that you feel like you want to take a rest. You've na- you've made decent progress, and we can assume at this point that you guys have settled for a rest of sorts and um, sit now with this kind of sensation that there is a an open ocean or an open plains land that sits all the way open into the south and then there's a mountain range towards the north of you again it's hard to make this stuff out but every now and then you get glimpses of it um through some source of natural daylight um uh, stars moon that kind of thing um but generally speaking it's pretty wide open flat land a little hilly in places um and you guys rest maybe take uh, a moment to eat some food and drink and that's when I need a constitution saving throw from Merlin again feel like this is going to be every mm-hmm. 10 minutes oh no <laughs> oh no okay here we oh, go no. oh please like a puppy oh, 10 you have a stomach ache um no. it is uncomfortable you don't feel good but you are not poisoned you are 
on the edge of what feels like E. coli. No. <laughs> but you are not actually, you don't have any sort of status of poison, um, but it's bad. And I think it's pretty obvious to the other three that Merlin is unwell. He's probably sweating and pale. Um, even if he's trying to hide it, I don't think he's going to be doing a very good job of it. Um, it's borderline, borderline very bad. Um, and I, although you, you don't know what he's eating or in what state he's in, he's clearly unwell as you guys are maybe sitting on some tree stumps and eating your own rations while maybe for the first time all day Merlin denies food with the stomachache. I'm not sure if he does even, or if he just piles on, if he's one of those, like a savage. Um... But I think you guys would be aware of that. Um, I don't know if I would say anything to him or not. Oh yeah. Uh, if I if it's visible that For Merlin sure. is not feeling okay, I'll just say, "What did you eat?" Oh well, let's see. I uh, I had leftovers of um, uh, I think it was a squirrel, and then um, I I also had these berries. I had some mm -hmm. mushrooms that that Did had you... some uh, polka dots on it. Um, oh, polka dotted. Okay. Yeah. You didn't think to check, but okay. Let's have and you lay I down. had some. I had some bark. You okay. know, I found whatever I I, yeah. I could. I tried to save some, but um. You know, I have rations. You do. Uh huh. We've been over this. Oh. I, I, uh... Get you some well, water. Slowly drink some water. Okay. And let's have you lay down. Okay. Do you feel like you need to throw up? I do. Okay, let's... We're gonna go. And Can I just... Can you hold my hair back? Yes, 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 yes. I just okay. usher Okay. Are they watching? No, they're uh, not watching. Definitely. I say, locking eyes <laughs> with Will. <laughs> they're I'm not staring. watching at all. Okay, and I'm, 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 I'm... Uh, regurgitating as if I'm a cat coughing up a hairball. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm And I'm, just... I'm probably used to this. Is this I a thing that... You, is you this a thing that gnomes can do? Sounds. Can gnomes, like, hock up a strange furball of the things that they've eaten in the day? And make themselves feel better? Well, this... This gnome sure can. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, roll me another constitution save. Let's see if you if you're able to heal yourself by so ten. Ten was my the number I wanted you to hit. Um, ten and above. Wow. Yeah, there, a few minutes pass of just this horrendous noise of him mm -hmm. like hocking up this furball, and then he literally brings up a furball. It's crazy, and it's got stuff in it. All the things he's eaten, bark and stuff that he shouldn't have eaten, and it's a perfect ball. Um, and yeah, he coughs this thing up. There's even probably beard hair in there. Um, berries and stuff. It's grotesque. He spits it out, and Merlin, your stomachache is gone. Oh, goody. Well, I, 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 I pull that Merlin to back. the side. Yeah. I pull you back and say, don't eat it. Remember? Don't Wasn't eat gonna. That. Not okay. yet. Never. Don't, just don't ever. Let's, I have food. Okay. <sighs> I was hoping to save that for later. Mm. Can't always get what you want, I guess. I just let out a deep sigh and I start making my way back to the dirt road. Yeah, as okay, soon as you I'll turn around to head back to the road, <laughs> with, 
I'm standing like I've been watching the entire time. I noticed, I noticed Will's been, been looking at me. What, hmm. what, huh? What have we learned? Well, maybe not to eat everything. That's a good place to start. My survival instincts are kicking in, okay? This is the longest time I've ever been out. It's been like four hours m at most. Sorry, those are your survival yeah. instincts? Um, yeah, yes. Helen, <clears throat> how old are you? Whoa, 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 whoa. You never ask a gnome for their age. I'm just, I know you, I know you outlive us by a pretty significant margin, so I'm just curious, you know, how much, Somehow. what kind of experienced wizened wizard are we traveling with? Well, I'm only 102, and, um, well, it's just what my, my friends taught me. I'm gonna give a suspicious look to both the, of the other two. The squirrels, they, they taught me everything I know, well, aside from me, uh, going, going through the, uh, the libraries, uh, back in, um, uh, well, the, the, the tree, the dark elves, <clears throat> Totally wasn't uh, living off them for the past uh, hundred hundred years or so. Right, so many things suddenly make sense. Will. Yes. You failed your scouting check. That's the only scout of the party. Uh oh. Um. Don't you put this evil on me. It's on you. Um, it's on the others for not also scouting and assuming that you, the human, can see in the dark. Um, but there is a um, pretty horrific noise that it starts from your underside and also from somewhere behind Fix and also somewhere behind Merlin, as you realize that the stumps that you're sat on um, begin to vibrate and thrum. And then... No. Insects begin pouring out from underneath no, no, no. where you are. And I do not like this sound, Brad. <laughs> Unfortunately, nope, 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 nope. you are all... Uh, suddenly surrounded by swarms of insects. I'm going to bring you over oh, to the battle map. Oh, God. Oh, no. And I will need a set of... Um, of, uh, once I get this sound to stop, a set of um, initiatives. And remember, click on your token and then click the initiative button and it will put it will like automatically put your initiative into the order and then we don't have to do it manually which makes it easier i will be rolling for the um for the insects they all go on the same turn and that's a 10. brad i can't seem to click my token you are on oh, the wait. ruler yeah that's because i have the wrong tool there we go yeah. A mighty six. A mighty six as insects begin pouring out from underneath the stump that you are set on. Um, 
Some would say a rookie mistake. Nature. And the horrible creatures that live um, underfoot. Maybe you were too busy scouting for a human presence. Bandits. Um, I was too busy watching Merlin, let's be real. And everyone was too busy antics. watching Merlin hawk up <laughs> her balls. Um, okay, so let me just put you in order. Merlin, you'll be going first, but these are swarms of insects. Um, what that means is that um, they have a, a, um, a HP, like you might want to say a goblin has 11 HP. Um, once you take the 11 HP off of the goblin, that's what kills them. Same thing with these swarms. However, they are more powerful than when they're in uh, their, when they're at full HP. When you get these things to half HP, they're actually kind of killing some of the bugs. Um, and once they're at half HP, they'll be doing less damage because there's only half the bugs left. So the nature of swarms is a little different to usual things that you might fight, um, just so you can be aware of that with this token it isn't like one bug there's loads of them running out from under these stumps and kind of moving across the ground towards you they're very large looking beetle things um they have wings but they're not really using them to fly they're just flickering and moving them forward on the front of their um beetle form they have these very large looking mandibles that look like they are going to sting if they um, bite you with them. They are not friendly looking and they look, let's just say, carnivorous. Um, oh God. You can see them uh, pretty much all around you. These swarms are moving um, directly at, uh, towards you. One swarm appears to be moving towards you and your stump fix. There seems to be a swarm heading towards you and two of the swarms seem to be heading towards Will. Merlin, you go first. How do you react? Suddenly, there are uh, insects oh. everywhere. Okay, well, I'm immediately going to cast Fog Cloud. Okay. So you create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. So I'm going to uh, give these, these little critters a hard time. Okay. Fog Cloud. Um, all right, where are you casting it? On you? Oh, uh, definitely on the bugs, so that they can't get a good eye off Will. Because this is a big cloud of fog. Oh, oh boy. So it's 20-foot oh. radius, which means it'll be... Will can't see! It'll be like, it'll be like no. that do big. You, if do you, you remember it. in our pre-session what I asked about this? <laughs> Specifically! Oh, yes. <laughs> and this is exactly... I mean, why don't you tell him? Tell our loving audience exactly what you predicted, because I'm actually impressed that you predicted it. But this is beautiful. As Merlin, I assume, just explodes in fog nearby? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's, it's instinct. Yeah. It's like I let out a big uh, big fart, you know, and it just poof. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to bring a, a fog in that's around yes. 20 uh, foot in diameter. Um, let me drag that in and I'll put it on the map. So that's about like this, I think. And you're casting it like here, I guess, on these insects. Um, yes. Yeah, around right around there is good. All right. That's on the map. So anything that's within that fog. Um, becomes 
impossible to see. And that works both ways. The creature, there's a fog that appears in front, like it's, I guess Merlin hears this swarm of creatures. Um, and then suddenly, I think before anyone does anything, Will, you just begin to react, fix, you begin to look behind you, fire, you suddenly realize what's going on. And then there's <laughs> just a huge fog, a 20 foot block of fog that covers a bunch of these bugs. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess at that point, all you can do is hear them. There's just this group of them. Obviously, you still have the ones that you can see. Um, Merlin, that is your uh, action. Uh, still yeah. have a potential bonus action and movement. Okay. Um, I, can I speak with the small beasts? Ooh. Can I you, attempt to do it? Can I? You can if it is a bonus action spell. Um, oh, I actually, I'm not sure if it is. Oh, yeah, this is just a thing you can do. Through sounds okay. and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas with small or smaller with forest and as love animals. You can do it, but this would be an action, I think. Yeah. Oh, wait, unless okay. unless right. it's a thing that is a bonus action specific thing. Okay. Uh, assume it's an action, unless it says bonus action thing. But that's kind of, yeah. All right. But you uh, can do I, on an action. You can attempt to speak to them for sure. Okay, I'll save that for the next time. I'll, yes. I'll end my turn here and just brace. Okay. That brings us to you, Fix. Uh, if I move away from the one behind me, will it get an attack of opportunity? Nope, it is not. None of them are, like, on you yet, so you right. can move okay. currently, yeah. Um, I move... Here. Okay. Uh, I run towards Will, um, and... cast Icy Hands. Icy Hands, a lot of, uh... A lot of, um people freaking out now because that's not a spell <laughs> so a cone of frozen ice um spreads out from your hands how does that look and uh what do i need to do i presume some sort of save um yeah as i uh once again you see the book i've been holding sort of like spreads its pages um and from the pages uh, a sudden like blast of mist just appears and cones right in front of me as you'd expect and you're aiming that towards... Uh, no, towards the ones in front, yes. Like this. Yeah. So there's probably a moment, Will, <laughs> where your eyebrows are chilled <laughs> as, um, yes, this icy um, sheet of cold launches outwards. And that's a deck save from these bugs. So I will do that. One and two. Hello? Yes, there they are. But that's an 11 and a 13. What number do the bugs have to beat your uh, spell save DC? 13. 13, so two fails. Woo. What happens on a fail? Fall damage? Yep, fall damage. And that's it. Okay. So yeah, you see um, a lot of these bugs, which are kind of like, they're still trying to find their way. They're turning towards Will and moving and swarming across the land towards him when suddenly there's a flash freeze and a lot of them are frozen and twisted and, and immediately killed. They still continue moving forward. Um, but you dealt a bunch of damage to both of them in the form of nine points of damage. And uh, is there anything else you want to do? Bonus actions? No. 
Okay. And that brings us to fire. Your turn. Okay. I am going to... Is this a, like a rock here, a boulder? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go there. That's all my movement. I'm going to take a shot with my short bow at this one. 25 Ooh. is a hit. Sorry, you're aiming at which one? Uh, the one here. Yep, okay. Nine as well. So, um, there is an arrow that launches, glides across the ground here and just splits this swarm of, of animals. You see a bunch of them turfed up. You see a few of them caught on the tip of the, the arrow before it thuds into the ground just behind where they are skewering a bunch of them like a kebab and you deal nine points of damage as well to this swarm it takes a bunch of them out again but they're still moving there still appear to be a uh, a few of them left mm-hmm. um, um anything else i will yell at merlin and just say hide here and then i will hide myself oh okay all right give me a stealth check 15. Alrighty, so the swarms of insects now begin to move towards all of you. Uh, let me roll a check here. One oh there, no! One Are they there. all of the same initiative? One there. Yes. One there. And why? Uh, is there bugs? Uh, one goes there. One goes there. One goes here. One goes here. Merlin, the ones that are covered in fog move towards you as if the fog did nothing. For the record. Um, if anything, it just made it harder for you to realize that they're now crawling up your leg. Um, first set of attacks um, from the bugs coming in on Will swarm with more than half of their HP. Seven, I'm guessing, is not going to beat your AC of probably 109. So the uh, these bugs come swarming up your, your greaves and things, and you're probably just stepping back, swatting them off. They can't bite at your flesh. You're covered in so much armor at the moment. Um, though they might get in, but now, while they're moving up and moving across the land towards you, they don't deal any damage. Fix, they're going to try and bite you, the second group, on a 20, which isn't a natural 20. Um, I'm assuming that beats your AC. Yes. Many bites incoming. Eight piercing damage. So these bugs suddenly come rushing up your legs. I think as you feel them running up your calves, you can feel them biting in. Um, you get the sense that they are uh, they are trying actively to eat you. Um, they don't believe, appear to go on. I believe I could use Hellish Rebuke here. You can, yes. So I will. <laughs> I'm fuming. Yes, alright. Um, yeah. Though it isn't it. actually on my spell list because it's one of my. Oh, it's one of your. Yeah, we'll sort that out. Um, so, when you take damage, so long as you have. Um, does it cost you a spell slot or tieflings? It doesn't, right? I don't think it's free. So, you get one level as well. So. One free, one per day, I assume. Yeah. Um, yes, so you can um, aim a, a hellish rebuke, which is that you. Um, are able to kind of counter-attack with a fiery spell. So if you just roll me 2d10 fire damage, and I will roll you a dexterity save again. 
from these creatures. Wow, do you roll max damage? Nice. Uh, oh no, Almost. 18 is pretty good though. Almost. They also fail on a four. You deal 18 damage to these things. You still take your damage um, as it's a yeah. reaction thing. Um, and I like, how does this look? By the way, you're burning every single one of these bugs off of you and killing the swarms. Tell me how this looks, because they're all over you at this point. Yeah, I, uh, I've very quickly, reflexively uh, turned back to them and just slammed my hand out and hissed at them, just like, <laughs> and uh, as they go up in flames. Yeah, nice. Um, and that takes care of one of the swarms. However, Merlin, there are so many of them crawling over you right now. Um, as two of them will attempt Ew. to bite at you as well on an 18 and a 13. What is your AC? Oh, God, both of them bite me. Yeah? Yep. All right, two attacks coming in. 12 piercing damage and seven piercing damage in total as these things suddenly burst out of this fog. They run up his legs. They run up from the other side and he is covered in bugs that are biting and stinging him. Uh, with a grand total of 19 piercing damage. Yeah, I'm down. Merlin swarmed and then on the ground. Now they're kind of running over his his body as he is covered in these insects right now that are biting and stinging at him. Will, it is your turn. Uh, but the fog, the fog cloud would be dissipated now that, that he can't correct. maintain it, right? Yep. So I can see them all. Okay. Fog cloud disappears, and you you can just see a small form covered in bugs. Okay. Um, now is a good time to remind I... everybody that there is no healing in this thing. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> before before doing anything can i just Getting look at magic. these things and and determine if they have like do they have normal looking eyes or are they eyes? relying on some other sense oh yes. um well they came at him straight through the fog you can assume that they they don't rely on on sight as you understand it yeah okay they found him very easily yeah no healing magic sorry there is healing there's potions and whatever else you can come up with, but no healing magic. Alright, I am going to take two steps to the south, eating an opportunity attack if I have to, and yep. move here. You most certainly will potentially have to. Ten, I'm guessing, is also a, a fail, so you're probably just shaking them off as you move away. Correct, yes. I will ignore those, and I will swing at... This one here, which I believe was the one that's already been shish correct? That's correct. Okay. Yes. I'm going to walk up and just start trying to, like, scoop them off of Merlin. Mm-hmm. 20 With is a success. 20. And that is a 6 on my damage. Six on the damage. You get rid of quite a few of them. They are... There's less than half of the swarm left. But they're still there. There's still a bunch of them there. Okay. Uh, I will... I will just... Yeah, I'll just have to end my turn there. I can't do much else. 
an island. Using using the sword more like a more like a shovel and just like smacking them off of him. In the center of your sheet, you'll see a thing called death saves, right. which is the button I need you to click right now. Um, <laughs> essentially, you have three death saving throws. If you right. roll uh, less than a ten three times, you'll die permanently. Ew. You roll Elfie. over a ten three times, you'll stabilize. If you get a twenty, you'll wake back up on one HP. If you get a zero, you gotcha. get two fails. I think two fails. All right. All right, here we go. First one. Boom. 15. That's a make. So you can tick the... You've got a track that you can follow. Um, you can right. tick that you've made one. Okay. Uh, so, Merlin, stable, not dead, but covered in ants that are still potentially going to eat him. Um, <laughs> if you take damage while you're down, you'll get an instant fail. Fix. Um, I will move here to protect Will's back, and I will cast Armor of Agathus. Armor of Agathus, a protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting a spectral frost that covers you and your gear. You gain five temp hit points, you can add that in the temporary hit points on your sheet. If a creature hits you with a melee attack while you have these, they'll immediately just take an instant five cold damage and do you look different when this happens uh yeah well usually my clothing is deep blues purples it's now completely frost white okay is using health potion an action or a bonus action it is an action it's the use object action um is that the end of your turn me yeah fire your turn uh fire just sees what happens and just says no and you see fire just dissipate into the ground and then appear next to Merlin and uh, uh, could I grab Merlin and then use my movement to try and pull Merlin back um, I'm gonna say yes, you can. Give me a strength saving throw, though. You oh beat, God! Okay. You beat a ten. Huh. Oh, 20. You are successful. You pick up Merlin. A bunch of these bugs still over him. A bunch of these bugs crawling onto you as you attempt to move away. Mm-hmm. Um, you can move half of your movement. Yeah, fifteen. So, yeah, I'll move here mm-hmm. with Merlin. And I think that's all I can do because okay. that's my everything. So we're going to do this because these bugs are staying with you because they're still on him. Oh, fuck um, me. They're on you and they're on him. So we're going to treat this group like they're on you and this group like they're on him, but they're there. Um, bringing us to the swarms. Would I, would I get an opportunity attack if those things are leaving my reach? No, because she's pulling them. They're not moving. Um, which is a weird thing that I'm pretty sure is correct. Um, yeah, you're you're correct. I was just hoping, you know, easy going. Hoping that I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the first swarm are going to attempt to bite Fix up here. What happens first? Do they deal damage? If a creature hits you with a melee attack, yes, so it still gets to attack you. 
and they have more than half so this is the first one coming in on you fix on a 10 i'm guessing that's yep underneath and they also take an instant five cold damage no it has to hit you does it let me double check um if a creature hits you with a melee attack so they actually miss so they don't take the damage but you know whatever um the insects that are on merlin continue to bite him so merlin you take an instant fail fuck He's going I to, can't um, even use a reaction. No. Nope. You are KO right now. Um, I fucked up. That's on me. They're still eating you. Um, the insects that are now crawling onto you, fire that represent the other swarm, which is this one, are on you, and they're going to attempt to bite you. And that is a twelve. Nope. Which is a miss. So they're running across your armor as well, and they're moving off of him and onto you, but they're still, they're like all over you two as you're running away from this area. Um, which brings us to Will. Okay, I am going to move. I'm going to step two steps to my southeast. I'm also going to yell at fire and say, stay near me as I'm chasing them and move down here. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Wrathful Smite to try and bail us out of this. Okay. Which is right there for anyone who wants to read it. Uh, yeah, uh, this is with... a buff that I'm just going to explain just for anybody that's never seen D&D, sure. and this is our second episode. Um, this is a buff that you can add to your sword or your attack um, that will give Will an extra 1d6 psychic damage if he hits, and then some extra stuff. I think it makes them frightened, so they run away, right? Frightened. Correct. They uh, have anyway. to. Yeah. They have to roll to not be frightened of me after the hit. Yep. And then with that, uh, there's no there's no spell casting enchantment, but as Will is just kind of angrily yelling at the box, I guess, and I'm gonna swing at them and just go, get off of him. And that is a fifteen, which is a hit. So there is the damage from the sword, and oh, did it automatically factor in my? It would no. It's smite? factoring in the potential for the crit, which is the other one, which I might take oh, okay. off the sheet so, because I always find it confusing as well. I'll, I'll deal with it later on. So it is nine slashing damage, five psychic damage, and it needs to beat a thirteen wisdom save or be terrified of me. It's the one uh, above you or to the right of you. I'm aiming at this one. The one that's uh, this is the one that's eating Merlin, correct? Yeah. The ones I'm, that are I'm on killing the... that one. Yeah. Um. It doesn't need to do a save because it's dead. So, um, how does this look? Does anything crazy happen? And how do you like disperse the ones that are on him? Yeah. It 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 looks like if you were to step on a sheet of ice and a little crack starts and then spreads out on that crack except it's starting at the hilt of the sword and then running up it and when i hit the bugs it's not like a stab it's an explosion and it just scatters them and disperses them off of merlin entirely perfect and that's exactly what happens will comes in disperses these things bringing us to merlin unless you're doing anything else are you moving away no probably not oh uh, i am actually still moving i'm going to circle southeast one step and then northeast for 20 feet of movement and then my turn adjacent to both teammates yeah merlin you are yeah, still so on and, and i'm kind of throws. like oh, physically boy. getting between them and the bugs 
Okay, here we go. No place dice guide speed my favor. Nine. Nine is a fail. Two fails, one make. Uh, for Merlin. Bringing us to... Six. I turn around to see what's happening and just... Are you fucking kidding me? Um, and I will aim an eldritch... Eldritch? Uh, aim an eldritch blast at the final group of insects. Me. There are two. There's still the group in front of you. There here. is. I'm aiming it at the one. But you're uh, going for this one by because these of guys, the yep. armor of Agathis, of course. Yeah. Yep. Steve, clever, clever group. Um. All right. Yep. Roll uh, your Eldritch Blast. That is an 18, which is a hit. Wonderful. Wait. Uh, right. You click the the words yeah. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Figure yeah. that afterwards. It's always yeah the confusing part. Um, 10, which is pretty damn good. Um, the uh, Eldritch Blast comes in. You just see a bunch of these bugs that are crawling off of Merlin and onto fire. Just They just disappear as they're hit by this kind of invisible force. Um, and you deal 10 damage to them. Um, a lot of them gone. You are one away from it having to be half the swarm, though. So technically, it's not half the swarm. Uh, it's, oh, it's still over half the swarm left. Um, is that the end of your turn? Yes. That brings us to you, Fire. They're all over you. Yep. Uh, I am going to try to, through being swarmed by all of these bugs, pull out my potion of healing and force it down Merlin's throat. Yes. That you can do. Um, yes. that is a 2d4 plus 2, if my memory serves correctly. Do I roll or Merlin? Um, well, we can set that roll now. What do you want to do, guys? I'll leave it to you, Fire. All right, oh, the person God. administering administers. 2d4 plus 2? think so, yeah. Okay. I'm wrong, someone will let me know. 6 HP. So, Merlin, you, um... You come sputtering back to consciousness. Um, yeah. There is a lot of like stings and welts and things on your body. Um, and uh, there is also a very confused and worried looking fire staring down at you. And you have, there's a moment where you probably are very confused as she's holding you like a mother, feeding you a bottle of some strange tasting liquid. Um, the healing potion, so the thing with healing potions is they're like salves, they're like a concoction of things. It's not like magical healing that's going to instantly heal your things. It doesn't really work on magic, it works on um, ingredients, things like that. This thing will heal you and it does have um, super properties, the type of which we don't really have in our current modern world necessarily. But you wake up, you feel a bit better, you've got 6 HP. Um, you don't feel great, you still have these wounds, kind of, but you're essentially back to consciousness. You're also kind of on the same spot here as, um, fire, and for all intents and purposes, you are prone, which means you're laying down. So to stand up, you have to use half of your right. movement to get back up. I'll put a little prone symbol on your character, just for a moment, while we remember. Um, fire, you've used your one healing potion that you ha had in your pack, mm -hmm. and... Uh, but Merlin is back up. 6 HP on Merlin. And do you want to do anything else with your turn? Uh, 
Oh, to drag Merlin would be an action though, right? So I couldn't. Um, no, you can, if you're both willing to do it, you can do it on okay, half yeah, of your yeah. movement. Half movement though. Um, I'll do that. Can, I, can I interrupt her as she's doing this and say, stay here? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, did, I'm gonna yell that at you. you can, yeah, 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 I'm I'll not. Just, I'm not gonna touch her, but I'm gonna say, stay put. I'll just look at Merlin and look at Will, kind of frantic, and just say, kill them. That's my turn. All right. Well, they're all over you anyway, so yeah. Um, the ones that are on you are gonna try and yep, 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 fight yep. you up. Yep, yep, yep. Seventeen. Uh, yep, that hits. Yeah. That's 12 piercing damage. Oh, that's fun so, timing. I go kill them and then... <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm going to use my interception reaction on that. Oh, yeah, okay. So... What is that? I can't prevent the hit, but I can reduce the damage by a uh, dice roll of 10 plus my proficiency. So oh my if God. I roll perfectly, I can block all the damage. All right. Uh, Thank you. Fair, I got something to... Fair bless in the chat. Mm -hmm. Which is why I've been yelling at you to stay near me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Come back here so I can use my protection thing. This is a uh, giant block, paladin. I block oh, all 12 damage. Thank you. Oh my god. Of course he does. How does that look? Because by the way, these are bugs that are already on her. So this isn't like the usual jump in front of an arrow thing. Like how, yeah. how do you it, intercept uh, these bugs? Yeah, I'd say this move clear. normally would be me like stepping between her and the attacker, but since they're swarming all over her, I think this is more of just like taking my shield and like frantically like just brushing her off and knocking as many off of them to the ground as possible to prevent them from biting. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what happens. He gets, uh, he kind of does maybe put an arm out to stop you from moving and then immediately just does this crazy move of, of pinpoint accuracy, moving these bugs and removing them from you. Um, stopping them from dealing any damage or biting you at all while you're maybe moving in front of Merlin while he's trying to stand back up. Um, and uh, yeah, you intercept all of that into the, all of that damage, which was uh, no less than I expected from you, really. Um, <laughs> we still have another set. Not today, bugs. Brad. Not, yeah, today. not today. <laughs> we still have another Next set week, of bugs maybe. that are going to attempt to bite you, though, Fix. Um, on an 8, I'm guessing they miss. They also don't take miss. the cold damage again, but they don't eat you either. So, that brings us to Will's actual turn. Since his previous one was a reaction. Right. I have not much else I can do here other than keep swinging at them. So, that's... Yeah, after I brush them off her, I'm going to just start stabbing or stomping on them and see if I can land a hit on a 12. A 12! is a hit yep oh that hits yes perfect then nine stomping damage nine stomping damage thing you get rid of almost all of them um but there are still a few scurrying around enough that they're going to be able to do a little bit of damage if they get onto you you're going to want to stomp every single one of them out for the most part they're almost all gone but they're still still moving around and the the threat of uh these bugs and the um small merlin who's quite wounded looms over you all um anything else that is my turn all right merlin's turn all right i'm gonna attempt to get up yep you can stand up that just reduces half of your movement all right um 
I... So I still get an action? No, I think that's yep. my action, isn't it? You, no, that doesn't take any action. It's just your... So your action, your bonus action, and your movement are three right. separate things you can do on your turn. Um, well, I I just about had it with these critters. I, I, I'm going to use burning hands. Damn, going all there out. There we go. Um, I am mad. Yes, I don't think... You can probably kill this without... Uh, probably a 3d6. Okay. We'll go through the motions anyway, but I think they're probably 11. instantly dead. 11. Um, I'll roll a deck save for them. What number do they have to beat? What's your spell save, DC? Uh, spell save is 15. 15, yep. They fail on a 5 and take 11 um, damage. This kills the remaining few bugs, but how does it look? What does this look like when Merlin does this spell? I think I kind of like just clap my hands and then just fire emits from them and then I just blast them. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, there's just a... Like a flamethrower. A, a flamethrower that appears from this small gnomish wizard. Maybe for the first time, I think, actually displaying uh, a proficiency with this kind of evocation, very damaging magic, um, reducing these bugs to nothing. And... Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Fix, you're up. I am livid. Uh, I turn to the ones in front of me and Eldritch Blast. All right. Give me the attack roll. Nope. Oh, sorry. Is this a... This is a ranged attack, but it doesn't matter because you've got a 22. So when you do a ranged attack within melee range of a thing, you usually have disadvantage. I think it still counts with ranged spells as well, ranged spell attacks, but I'll have to double check. Um, however... It doesn't matter because you've got a 22 and a 23. But bear in mind, if there's a thing that's right next to you and you do a ranged attack, that can be bows and stuff as well. Unless you have a special feat or a thing that allows you to do it, you'll have disadvantage on the attack. So you want to find, you know, whatever else you've got that's melee. Um, however, this is fine. It still hits. Give me the damage. Nine. Pretty much the same situation as we just had. Um, most of them are gone, but there's still enough around that they're going to be able to do a little bit of damage to you um, as you hit them you see a bunch of them destroyed and and um cast away but there's still a few of them crawling through the ground towards you enough to be a problem um is that the end of your turn yeah fire your turn you can hear a little buzzing from the few left over by fix for the mm -hmm. most part the ones that are around you and were on you are all gone and dead um, yeah, fire just looks at merlin and looks at will and then looks over towards the buzzing and just goes ah! and shoots an arrow that's gonna hit. Give me the damage. That is eight. Well, it doesn't matter. They're all dead. Um, same thing. Shishkapavik. It flies past you, Fix. You see the remaining few bugs caught on the edge of this arrow. Um, the final one maybe crawling over towards Fix, who just lowers a boot on it, crushing this thing and killing the. Uh, the last bug there. Um, you guys standing around um, this area where you were kind of camped out, looking pretty battered um, in a couple of cases, maybe. Um, Merlin covered in these bites. Fire, I think, covered in these bites. Nobody else took any damage, right? No, I did. Oh, you did? You've got bites on you as well. Dead bugs falling off of you. The smell of some of the burnt ones and things. And... Um, but you are successful in 
in defeating them. Um, it is at that point that you hear you hear a voice say, "Not bad, not bad." Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a pretty sword you got there. There's another voice that comes from somewhere else that says, Yeah, I'll take that shield and all. And... Three... Figures... Are nearby. You get the sense as you hear three people have a conversation near where you guys are. However... You can't see them. What do you do? Uh, what, what direction are these voices coming from? You hear one of them coming from... Well, I'm going to point where it is on the map. Those of you that are listening, I'm sorry. One that comes from somewhere over behind Fix. One that sounds like it's coming from a bit further up where this little creek is, where the, the road splits. And one that sounds like it's coming from somewhere down towards the... Uh, uh, south of where the creek is. Sounds like you're surrounded. Sounds like three voices. You can't make out where they are at all. Okay, but but they can see us. That's... Seems like it. They sound like that. You should be able to hear, uh, see them. They sound pretty close. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna look at fire quickly and say. Either stay out of sight or stay close to me. No in between. Understand? See if you can figure out what these guys are. And I wrap my arms around Merlin and start to slowly drag back to try and get some cover behind the rock. Okay. Merlin, do you move with? Will, oh, Fix, you doing anything in this one short moment? Uh, I'll, I'll try yelling out back to answer them and just say, who goes there? See if they'll respond. You hear one of the voices, the one that's um, coming from kind of south, your, south of your location, somewhere off in that direction, shout back. Oh, you don't need to know that. Just call us your worst nightmare. Go on in, boys. Get him. Suddenly, there are three sounds. Ka-tung, ka-tung, ka-tung. As you hear three crossbows let loose, you also see three people just appear. Um, they permeate and manifest in front of you. Um, one of them uh, towards your north, one of them behind you, one of them um, to the south of you. Whatever invisibility uh, magic or cloak or whatever they were using, um, wearing off. And these guys are going to fire three crossbow bolts at you guys and they are going to go on this um, we're going to assume that they're essentially going on their turn now and then they're in the order as it sits so you see three well-armed dudes will give me a perception or an investigation check okay um, whilst we're like doing the intermission bit, when you're asking if there's any actions we can take, is it, is it, is it too late already for me to like set? Actually, you know what? Never mind. Dumb question. I didn't get to say anything, but I wanted to create uh, oh. 
an illusion of a flame wall uh, somewhere in the direction of where I heard the voices. So somewhere around here between me and the voice. Okay. I'll allow it. An illusion of a flame wall begins to appear in front of you. Um, I will put a thing down for you while that's happening. Um, My perception roll came out at 17. And if it's not too late for me to settle into a defensive stanch and like, like use dodge, then I'm going to do that. If they've already attacked them, so be it. Yeah, this is kind of an unofficial... Um, out there, fix. An unofficial yeah, yeah. Uh, surprise round, we'll call it. Because I don't know what the rules are, so I get to make them up. Um, okay. When it comes to mid-round surprise attack from separate enemy that was lying in wait, waiting for you to look like you were in a uh, vulnerable position. Um, let's see here. So, these guys, where are you? Fire off three shots. One is going to come towards fire, uh, Fix with um, disadvantage. As this firewall comes up, it kind of blurs his vision. One of them is coming towards you, Will, with um, no disadvantage, and one is coming towards fire with disadvantage. Actually, no, you actually are in cover, half cover. Um, so you have a plus, is it two AC right now? So, yes. so just imagine you have plus two AC at the moment, fire from the one that's firing from behind you. Uh, one crossbow bolt launches in towards Fix on an eight. I'm guessing is a miss. This arrow flies forward. You see the arrow move through your illusion and it just launches just past you. You're well out of the way of it, but you know that this thing is not something you want to be hit by. These are heavy crossbows. The second one fires towards you, Will, on a four, I'm guessing is also a miss. Um, Maybe you bring your shield up and there's a dong as this thing um, ricochets off of the shield flying backwards and then plus two AC version of you um fire another five this thing just hits the rock where you are um and these three thugs standing around you will you recognize to be the same group their clothing their outfits that they belong to this group that you've been looking for since um you left and that is where we're going to end today's session oh fuck you (laughs) because (laughs) we don't have time to begin so, uh, oh my god, we've, still, we've still got 15 minutes, Brad. Let me out them. You <laughs> think Evil. you can do it in 15 minutes? Oh, I was kidding. If this is right. where, no, where you were, I'm it. happy to do a Final Fantasy 7. You set the timer for 15 minutes, and if you don't do it in time, something bad happens. Situation, oh god. but I don't want to. I think it probably will run over a little bit. And it gives us a nice fun start to next week. It also gives Fairlight an entire week to come up with the perfect counter plan to enact. So I already one, have it. I know. One is going to be just <laughs> tune in next week for one move where he does something that yeah. kills them all in one hit. And I can't wait yep. to see I wish, what it is. I wish that were possible. <laughs> um, yes, you failed a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of checks at the beginning there. Um, and the scout one was for everything which was also you had the ability if you hadn't rolled so low you would have seen them on the road ahead of you um 
just before they took the potions of invisibility. And uh, they've been following you ever since. Um, yeah, bad rolls kind of uh, kind of uh, messed you up there. I will leave this up for you as well because I know that you're all going to want to check this and I'm going to I'm gonna allow it because, you know, easygoing GM, you're welcome. That is... <laughs> Um, that is episode two of Miss Light Down. Thank you so much for watching, viewers, and thank you so much for playing, players. Um, Kellanet, uh, really enjoyed. I said on the break that I really enjoyed the the depth of character that we've already got from each of your uh, your characters. It's crazy to just be able to sit back and let them have a conversation and just go, "This is great." um it's so fun to be able to do so i appreciate having such great players um even on you know the second session um uh i have one question for everybody what do you think of the fact that um that will took the nice room and didn't tell anyone wouldn't bother me Not bothered. <laughs> i don't care I just met these people. I just met these people, and I haven't slept in a proper bed in weeks. Um, well, neither have I. Neither have any of us. You've made an enemy in Merlin. That's oh, not good. Merlin is so angry, dude. He um, doesn't know. Yeah, no, he doesn't know. <laughs> no, um, know. Yes, so um, a quick shout-out before we get to uh, the... Uh, the player shout outs. I just want to mention that um, because I wanted to mention it last week but it was the first episode and I had so much to roll off that I wanted to just shout out some of the uh, people that have been working behind the scenes a little bit some of the kind of production crew that helped me put a lot of this stuff together um, and uh, their links to everybody hopefully I haven't forgotten anyone or anything like that is in the um, descriptions they roll through chat during the show sometimes and um, if you're watching this in the future they should be on the VOD things um, as well, but the character artwork that you see on the screen right now was done by Patrick Macchi or Macchi or Macchi. He's Italian, so I don't know how are you a say it. Um, he did all the character artwork, and you can go and check out some of his work. He's really cool, really nice dude, and he banged that stuff out so quickly I couldn't believe it. The quality that it came out. He's, he literally was like, I was like, oh, I kind of want this guy. It looks like, and then he was like, oh, like this, perfect piece of artwork, and it was awesome. Um, Brian Marshall Arts. Um, did the maps, like the coal map, uh, and the world map, um, and some other surprises coming up as well, um, uh, which you can uh, go and check him out. He's got a link to his Instagram. He is a friend of Incarnate, and he makes that stuff in Incarnate, so any DMs out there or people who are into D&D will know how impressive it is that he made this stuff in Incarnate. I don't actually know how it's possible, but it was awesome. Um, Elspeth, big famous, cool Twitch streamer Elspeth, made the main theme that you hear at the beginning of the um, stream and on the breaks um, for us. She's also doing some other music. Day by Dave did all of the other pieces of music you've heard so far, including that cool sounding boss music that he he just sent. I was looking for cool transitional boss kind of like, oh fuck, we're in trouble now music for when under the assumption that they revealed themselves to you. You could also have found them and potentially snuck up on them and stuff, but obviously it was less likely because they are the bandits laying a trap and an ambush and things. Um, and uh, I was looking for music for it and he went, oh, I've got this that I'm knocking around with. And I was like, if you can finish that for me tomorrow, I will love you forever. And he did it. Um, so I love him for it. Um, Peachy also did the misty kind of animated names that you see on the screen. Um, and uh, Pumpkinberry has just been immensely helpful 
in general, including help promote the show. Um, and I've got a bunch of other people as well that are involved, but I just wanted to mention those people because I wouldn't really be able to uh, string all this together alone. And I feel like I want to just mention that, although when it comes to being live and I'm spinning all these plates, it's it's uh, it's a lot. And I appreciate all those people for helping me out. Um, let's do a, a round of um, of uh, car shout outs though, because you guys are the ones that are really fucking killing it um and smashing this out of the park let's start with um you fairlight where can people find you and what you're doing at the moment hello you can find me at twitch.tv slash fairlight excalibur also on twitter with fairlight x i play a variety of games every night right now working my way through pathfinder so not far off uh from what we're doing here right now uh live every night around 9 p.m i like that game i didn't finish it but i like it um who we got next? Fix. Are we killing it or being killed? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> Bit of both um, today, but yeah. Yeah, feels it. Bit of um, yeah, I have uh, also a variety streamer. We're just finishing up Breath Edge and uh, starting Hades next week, I think. So um, yeah, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Leah or Leah Viathan on Twitter. Nice. Uh, what about you, Brian? Hi, I'm Brutal Bree or Brian, as Brian calls me. Uh, fucking incredible episode i don't even i don't want to talk to you um because <laughs> now i'm just gonna be i was like oh i'll have answers nope nope even worse Questions. so i'll be ranting about this all tomorrow on my channel at 6 p.m eastern where i do the little mislight after show mm-hmm. and then uh at 1 a.m tomorrow night i'm doing fucked up friday with john sandman and friends and so <laughs> that's gonna be chaos absolute <laughs> chaos i think we're doing among us i don't remember yeah, but I sh- I'm Brutal Bree everywhere. You can find me everywhere at Brutal Bree. Yes, and uh, yeah, so uh, Brianna does the oh, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> unofficial official after show, which is uh, kind of um, a breakdown and a ramble. Um, there was a lot of theory crafting last Friday. Um, so if you want to watch that, head on over to Bree's channel because she uh, will be doing that tomorrow night. And it's just a fun play. If you're like into it and you want to discuss things and you want to talk more about it, that's where it's happening. Um, and it was super fun to just sit and watch everyone theorycraft and freak out. We're like, what was the vision? What was this? And you were coming up with all these like crazy ideas. <laughs> and horrible. <laughs> yeah. And that was, uh, that was really fun to watch last week. So you can check that out tomorrow as well. Um, and then what about you, Disby? What are you doing? Hi, I'm DisBRX. I played Merlin for you today. I It's been a rough day for Merlin. Oh my god, oh. if it weren't for my team. Oh my god. If you'd have rolled I, a one, you would have died. I would have been toast. Yeah. So I, I'm so lucky to be uh, a part of an, an amazing team here. Uh, and yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of fun today. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, you can find me at Twitch at DisBRX. I've been playing a lot of GTA roleplay over on NoPixel. It's been a good time. Yeah. Thank you so much for the fun today, guys. Thank you guys. It was uh, it was interesting, and yeah, I've thrown you in the deep end a little. It's tough. Not going to be easy. Dark so realm easy is a difficult nope. place to live. Um, you've got a fair light, you know. Let's see. Um, let's see. I mean, he did do the the full the the thing, the thing, the ten yeah, plus two. The, that yeah. was exactly what I was that expecting was, from that him. That was OP. So Literally <laughs> called it out and then did it. I know. It's, it's absurd. Uh, so insane. we'll see what um, mad schemes and stuff 
Fairlight and the group come up with to uh, deal with these guys next week and we'll find out how they continue their adventure um again last quick shout out we have um a giveaway for the new book from wizards of the coast which is candlekeep mysteries um which is a bunch of, it's basically a book of mystery themed adventures for D&D 5e that i'm definitely not going to pilfer for this campaign um at all 100 percent and change just change my homework um, up and uh no one will know um and you can uh, enter to win a copy of it. We uh, Wizards gave us a copy, so thank you, Wizards. And uh, you just have to go to table story slash mislight slash giveaway. My voice is going because I've been streaming all day and doing this. Um, and uh, there'll be a link in the chat. There's a link in the VOD as well. So just look, scroll down and find the link. Um, and then just basically follow the instructions there to enter yourself into the giveaway. We'll announce the winner at the end of next week's episode. Um, for the first giveaway and I think we have another one as well but I can't remember exactly how many we have because if I say three and still one there's only two um <laughs> it really sounds like I'm gonna steal it right I definitely would never do that yeah no I couldn't see you uh -huh. doing something like that at definitely all. would never do that I definitely don't really need this book because I I've come up with nothing for this campaign. Or have I? Find out next week. Thank you again for watching. Don't forget to check out the Discord um, because everybody's in there chatting, coming up with theory crafting. Check out all these wonderful people. Go throw um, some Twitch Primes at them and subs and things because they're smashing it out of the park and I'm really, really um, happy to be playing the game with everybody. And we'll see you next week. Thanks again for hanging out. Bye -bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.